Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. If you wrap foil around that, just like the little bit of the base part of the banana where the fruit is, wrap foil around that top and they will last longer. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Who needs your bananas to last longer, though? Embrace debate. <laughs> that is insane, right? Like this is not a this is not a topic where we held court. Who is abs- who is wrapping? Ban- Eight cents might be high. Who is wrapping bananas in aluminum foil to make them last a couple of days longer? I mean, just stop. Just eat it. I don't know. It's just, that's a little bit crazy to me. I have enjoyed the Twitter, or X if you prefer, comments on uh, the MVP stuff today. Sabres and Bruins at 6.30 tonight. That's pregame anyway. So we've got a little while here to talk some more. If you want to get in on the Sabres, you can. I open the door. I just, uh, in a in one sound, that was the, that was it. That's Nothing new, just exasperation. Uh, Maybe they'll win the night. Talked a lot today about Josh Allen's chances to win the NFL MVP. He's been close before, and he's close here. But I think maybe there isn't a path for him to get there because Miami plays Baltimore. And here's why. If Baltimore wins, Lamar Jackson is the favorite. Maybe he locks it up. Maybe he sits next week. Having clinched the one seed, it might be tough to bet against him if he's already the favorite and they're not playing next week. Voters for the MVP, they can have a range of opinions. Usually they want your team to win and win big. When he won the other time, he had a great season, but his team was also the one seed uh, that year. So I'd have a hard time thinking that Jackson could lose if he the Ravens beat Miami and he's presumably pretty good in the game if that were to happen. If the Ravens lose that game, though, the problem for Allen is the Dolphins will have clinched AFC East, and I don't know that they would vote for a wild card quarterback. 
you know, in that case. Really, you got to get the majority here. And while I do think Allen has a righteous case, I mean, a lot of people, I've made the point online and many others have too, you flip, I'll say it my way, you flip one of those stupid losses that I probably wouldn't pin on him and make it a Bills win, they cannot be eliminated from division title contention this week. And it's very possibly he would be, if not the favorite, he'd be much more seriously considered by the betting markets. And that's just self-evident. We know, the betters know, that MVP voters vote for the winners. The winning quarterbacks on winning teams. And he's got a tough path to end up above Jackson and Miami. I don't think two was a candidate for the award, but I just don't think a wild card team quarterback would win it. Could be wrong. It's been a weird year. There's a lot of different candidates. There have been many different favorites along the way. I think Christian McCaffrey, who is the second choice at Bet Online right now, is live because of all the different quarterbacks who've come up and then gone down because their teams have lost, if not also because they had bad games. It's not always the same thing. This would be a year maybe where voters might like to vote for a non-quarterback, and he is the one, if not Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm not sure there's enough time left. Maybe there is for Tyreek. Two more big games. Miami wins this week. If Miami wins this week, they'll still play in Week 18 against the Bills because they will have a chance at the one. They will not have it locked up. Baltimore would. What do you think? 803-0550 is the number. Can Allen win and should he win? I feel like I know what you might say to that. Um, I think it's fine. You know, I think the argument that he's been the best quarterback in the league is reasonable. There are always different ways to slice it, and people will use your team's record as one. But you think about, here we are again with the Bills, and I want to focus on their losses. It's an exciting time right now. They're very interesting as even a Super Bowl contender still, even with six losses through 15 games. It's just, in terms of the Most Valuable Player Award, you flip the Denver game. Just just imagine the Bills not having 12 men on the field for that field goal against Denver. 10-5. and five. Am I allowed to assume the rest of the season would be the same? Would they have lost to the Chargers had they beaten Denver? I don't know. Can I take, take that liberty here? 10-5, and five, live for first place in the division no matter what Miami does. And he had nothing to do with it. Like I've said a lot about that game and situation, the Bills could have had six men on the field for that field goal, and Denver still would have kicked it and probably missed. So kind of the worst penalty you could ever have. Not not Allen's fault. Other ones are a little tougher to completely remove him from. You know, like New England, that was one where the Patriots drove the field on the Bills' defense at the end of the game, but he threw a pick early in that game. They got down. This Charger game could have been that, too, where the Bills had turnovers and I don't know, would we always, would we necessarily, this is what makes Allen himself an interesting debate. It's like, you know, okay, well, you can talk about defense and you can talk about coaching and remove him from those things and say like, well, why is that his fault? But other things happen in these games. People are calling the award silly and broken on my Twitter. I don't know. I like it. I mean, it's an important award. 
I know some of the I've gotten a few of Alan. I got one today. Allen doesn't care if he wins. I'm like, LOL, sure, he doesn't care. if Because your quarterback, he he doesn't care. All the other quarterbacks care, but I'm sure he he doesn't at all. Uh, I don't think it's a silly award at all. I don't think this debate is silly. I think that we all know that quarterbacks are worth more. And that's in, in kind they win MVP awards. Like, just the best running back in the NFL, which... Maybe Christian McCaffrey, he's the second choice here, um, in my opinion, is not more valuable than Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. He's great. He might even be more great, but he's not more valuable. I mean, I think running backs, we've all we've been all through that, just what their value to the team is. McCaffrey is a really special player, and I don't scoff at, at that at all or at him, but I've seen lots of running backs – kill it for Kyle Shanahan teams and I don't know how much different San Francisco would be without him that's a good debate too I know there are people who are would are very strong on each side of that um I don't know like I just you've heard me I don't think um I'd want to invest in running back you know heavily and the Bills have done a lot of that back in the drought years especially and how did they do let's go to Drew next hi Drew Mike how you doing good uh thanks hi how are you Good. Trying to uh, slip in a drink of water here. Oh, good. So, question for you. You know, I love Josh Allen, and I think honestly, the Ravens are going into this week the strong number one in the AFC. Why do you think it is that people don't talk enough about the statistics that Allen puts up game after game after game, and the conversation between MVP boils down to wins, wins, wins? I'm just a question I've always wondered. I don't know if I agree that they do talk about they don't talk about that enough the stats. I don't I don't think that I agree with that. How, how, why, why do you say that that people don't talk about the stats? I just I think that if you look at wins, everyone says that Lamar is a clear favorite going in here. But if you look at total yards, total touchdowns, QBR, Allen's leading all these all of these uh, statistical conversations. Well, that's what makes it close. He's, Jackson is not the clear favorite. Jackson is the favorite for the first time maybe all year. And so it's not over. I don't think it's the race is over or anything like that. But I don't know. I think people do talk about the stats. If it were only about the wins, there wouldn't be anything to talk about. And Jackson is not, well, I want to use Purdy, but come on. like he's. It's not like he is some sort of placeholder where the Ravens would win. This is what Purdy is much closer to, though. I mean, there are maybe better examples historically, but closer to a team that doesn't need him. It's not like the Baltimore Ravens would be the same if Tyler Huntley played. Haven't we learned that one? I mean, over the last few years when Jackson went out, you know, he makes a huge difference to that team, just as Allen does here. We don't really have what the Bills would be without Allen on the field. You know, going back to his rookie year, we'd have to do that, and that's not even relevant anymore. So, I mean, I understand your question, but I do think the stats get talked about. They certainly are by me. I'm the one doing the talking here. And I have said a lot today, like probably too many times, because I'm (laughs) getting sick of saying the same things on this topic. It's just like Allen being considered the best quarterback in in, in the league this year is reasonable. And the stats say a lot about that. But Jackson is not a stiff. He's not somebody that 
you could just replace him. Neither is Patrick Mahomes. Neither is Dak Prescott. Purdy, Purdy has been more about why this MVP award this year has been such a debate than just that there are several candidates. Because Purdy gets you into, or at least he did before uh, Monday night, he gets you into, well, how good is he actually? And I don't know, like, I tend to lean against his quality. I respect, I mean, a lot of a lot of smart people who know ball have defended him on his level of play. Just actually, you know, he, I know he was the last pick of the draft, but he can really play. I just think it's, relatively speaking, it's easy for him. It is McCaffrey doing anything he wants. It is Debo and Ayuk and George Kittle running free all the time. And Purdy has been good enough until Monday to make his reads and get the ball to the right guy in the right moment. That's not a a small thing. Like that should earn him a good career in the league. He's just not the best player in the NFL. And that's what MVP is slanting toward quarterbacks, right? Best player in the, in the league with the understanding that the quarterback position is that much more, you know, valuable than any other. So I never would have voted for Purdy. I never would have considered him. And he could have won. Like, if he doesn't have the meltdown against the Ravens, he has a a decent game. If the 49ers beat the Ravens, almost no matter how, I think it's, like, almost his. They play Washington this week, and they would have maybe even clinched the one seed already had they beaten Baltimore. I mean, the award was going to be his unless they lost. And not only did they lose, they lost badly with the quarterback seemingly sort of uh, responsible for it. So he was never going to be my choice. I think the three, I've said it already today many times, I think the three quarterbacks in the NFL who you could say have had the best year of anybody are Allen, Jackson, and Prescott. I wouldn't say Hurts for this, but he's like next year. I wouldn't say uh, Mahomes for this this year. I mean... Mahomes' problem a little bit is that he's held to his own standard, which, you know, he's already won the thing twice, he's won Super Bowls twice, and he's compared with himself, which can make it, uh, you know, very tough, very tough for him. But the way the Chiefs' season has declined even since that realization is really stark. I mean, there's just no way he'll win at this point. Losing to the Raiders like that, back-to-back defensive touchdowns, there's no way he'll win at this point. I saw odds for, I'm thinking of Kansas City for this, want to bring this up before we get closer to uh, Sabres pregame coverage starting at 6.30 with Paul Hamilton. Odds, I don't know the site on this one, I saw it from a tweet, but odds to win the AFC championship. Top six teams. Baltimore plus 150. That is really short. And they have, I still have a tough time like embracing the idea that the the Ravens, even if it's only two home games, will beat the likes of the Bills and the Chiefs and the Dolphins in the playoffs to do it. But they are impressive. And I have been a, a sort of a fan of that team. I still just like cannot quite, I wouldn't want to bet. Baltimore right now at plus 150 to win the AFC. It's too short. Miami plus 375. Okay. Chance at the one. 
Bills plus 425. Third choice ahead of Kansas City. Not in the playoffs yet. Probably going on the road. Not definitely. Definitely going on the road if it ends up being against the Ravens as the one seed. But still a short... This is because of how unimpressive Kansas City looks. We all know their success, their history, so that would work in their favor. We all know that they're at home. They're going to win the AFC West even with these losses. Still, the Bills are a shorter price to win the AFC Championship than the Chiefs. That is really interesting, I think. And that's a credit to what the Bills look like and then again what the Chiefs look like. And then you have Cleveland and Jacksonville at a distant 18-1. to I would not take Jacksonville seriously as a potential AFC champion. If they win that division, they'll get a home game, maybe against the Browns. But I just would probably never bet that. Cleveland, you could talk me into it. Because all year with the Browns, They have lots of good players up front, defense. Look at what Amari Cooper is doing with Joe Flacco. Look at even what Njoku is doing with Flacco, right? Like right now, the Browns, the Browns have had this identity of running the the ball. They lose Nick Chubb and they really can't do it. They're, They're cycling through other quarterbacks. They lose Watson. They get to Flacco, their fourth starter of the year, and they just start throwing the ball like crazy and it's working. They've won a few games in a row. They're almost a lock to make the playoffs. If they get the five, they go to the AFC South in the first round. They might even be favored there. And then it would be, unless there's an upset in the first round, a Ravens team they've beaten. Yeah, I, I could I could not get to Jacksonville at 18 to 1. I could get to Cleveland at maybe even a lesser price than that, because I just think. They, they might get sort of a gift matchup to start, and then it's two wins. Much different than betting a team at like three or four to one or plus 150. The Browns, that's an interesting number. Probably not going to happen, but it's not crazy to me. <sighs> Let's take a break. We'll get to Paul and the start of tonight's pregame show, Sabres and Bruins. Buffalo is having a terrible time in recent years with Boston, but they did get a win earlier this season in Boston, third meeting of the year tonight between the Sabres and the Bruins. We'll set things up after a break with Paul. Thanks for being along. Looking forward to the game tonight. This is Mike Shope on WGR. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.